Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. But before all of that, we want to talk about school uniforms and the price of them because I'm sure parents across the country are in the throes of getting the back to school essentials at this stage. I saw the Irish Times journalist Damien Cullen um, talking on Twitter about the fact that, you know, he paid 440 uh, 440 euro to purchase a uniform for one of his children. That was the cost, 440 quid. Uh, Dwayne is with us in the line in Longford. Um, well, Dwayne, is that common, 440, or how, how much have you spent? Uh, I would, uh, good afternoon, by the way. Uh, I would imagine I've probably spent about 600 quid so far, and I still have more bits to pick up. Just on the uniform, Dwayne? Uh, his uniform and his pee stuff. Um, yeah, so far. 600 euro. Yeah. And is that, that. is that that's secondary, is it? That's for secondary school, yeah. He's going into first year in September. Okay, so this is going to be, this is the, the first year, so everything is new. Everything is brand new, and I warned him at the start of the summer when we started measuring him not to grow during the summer. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's the thing. Sure, it'll be, you know, there'll be um, probably more purchases then on top of this, of course, next year as well. Like, it's... Why is it 600? I mean, that, surely you can, you can get it cheaper than that, no? Uh, well, believe it or not, I was supposed to go to a particular shop in Dublin for the actual school uniform. Dublin? Um, a, high, a high-end one, yeah. The school deals with that. And my ex, my son's mother, she told me that there was actually somewhere local that supplied the uniforms. And I ended up probably not spending another 300 quid on top of that. So I did very well finding out about the local shop. Yeah. And then his sports gear, you know, the training bag yeah, yeah. and all that. Oh, that's come in just over 350 so far. And I still have, you know, like sports socks and things like that to pick up. And is it all crested or why can't it be purchased in? Uh, it's all crested from what I remember. Yeah, everything he's wearing in September will be crested. 600 euro. Yeah. They're just, I mean, I would have thought you could go into any of the, um, any of the, you know, big clothes chains, the, the Duns or, you know, anything like that and pennies even get school uniforms. So obviously it's not the case. No, everything has to be crested. And this is the local school, Dwayne? Uh, yeah, it's one of the local schools where yeah. my son lives, yeah. Um, the whole lot has to be crested. I don't think all the schools are like that in the area, but this particular one, uh, my son's going to is um, like I went to that school twenty odd years ago, and at the time we, there was no uniform, so this is a new thing since it became mixed. Elaine mm. uh, is with us as well, Dwayne. Uh, stay on the line. I just want to bring yeah. Elaine in too. Elaine's in Kildare. Um, Andrea, hi. Yeah, and how hi, Dwayne. Dwayne, a heads up. You should have started saving in fifth in fifth class for first year. I spent over eleven hundred quid before I'd done anything. Eleven hundred for books. Yeah, well, 600 for books. Right. But the problem is, Andrea, straight out, the problem is secondary schools, there are, because I spoke to Ross about this before, there are government guidelines in place, which for some mad reason, secondary schools don't seem to, to want to do. Everything is crested. And I had to laugh when Ross rang me today. I had just picked up a jumper for my son. I had paid 45 euros for a custom made jumper. My son is not yet 17 and he's six foot three. And everything is short on him. 
And when I asked, like, our school only has one supplier, so there's no competition. They have one supplier. And I, when I asked them, could they make a long jumper for him? They said, oh, sure, get him a 56-inch chest for the length. And I'm kind of going, James, then the shoulders would be down on his elbows and he'd look like an orphan. I want a long jumper. Like, yeah. it's, like this is where the problem is. The schools should follow the government guidelines, and the government guidelines are generic uniforms and book rental. But book rental is another day's work. Mm. But generic uniforms. My son wears a particular blue jumper. It's not royal blue. It's royal blue, a kind of a grey thread through it. And only, we've only one supplier, and it has to have the crest. We can't buy the crests separately. But that's what I'm wondering. Surely you can just buy a generic uniform. And I can understand that the schools, you know, might want to have their identifying feature. You buy the crest, most people will be able to sew it on themselves. And if not, bring it in and get an alteration. Put put the crest on a generic uniform. Yeah. Now, in fairness, I went to one of the vice principals in our school and she got me the crest. And I'm like, great, you got it for me. Why can nobody else have it? Because we were told we could get it from Katie Knitwear down in in Balting Glass as our supplier. They, the, the principal told me, go to them, you'll get the crest. They knew nothing about it and they won't, they won't custom make jumpers when you're paying 45, 55 euros for a jumper. They want black polyester trousers. Not possible for my son. Um, sorry, I'm outside the supermarket. Um, I have to get him trousers. Like, so before I look, uh, he's in menswear, so I'm paying 20 euros for a shirt. One shirt, because I have to get it done. I'm lucky I'll get a couple of the sales. So it just goes up and up and I up. I know. So you've had and this all the way through as well, Elaine. I mean, you said, what, he's, he's sixth year? He's go, no, he's going into fifth year. And fifth, my, my little girl yeah. is going into first year next year. Okay. Now, her primary school is next door. And I have to say, well done to Anne Flanagan in the primary school because the minute the guidelines came in, because they wear a green tracksuit and it was 40 quid and it was not the greatest of tracksuits. I now can go into Dawn's. I actually just picked up her tracksuit today for 20 quid. I can go down to the local sports shop down in Ace Cogan Sports. They have the crest on file and they can crest it for me for a fiver. Brilliant. Sorted. So, 25 euro. And they, yeah. As opposed to 40 euro for, yeah. for, for a tracksuit that wasn't great. So there's the difference. And those schools are next door to one another. Yeah. So, so it, can pro- it can be done. It can yeah. absolutely, it can ab- it absolutely can be, done, be done. But unfortunately, the, the secondary school is all for coat and no knickers. It's all about appearance. He had to get a, um, a new top there for TY. Um, and my lad is, like I say, six foot three. And he's extremely broad. And I, I said, son, don't be insulted now if I get a double XL. Because it was slim fitting. He's so broad. Like he's a 44 chest that's 17 years of age. And you're kind of going, really? <laughs> Stop growing? And he is still grown. Okay. And yeah. it's the school. It is down to well, the school. You'd, you'd they need. They, they need to bring in those government guidelines, and they won't. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the, maybe that's the question we, we'll ask people today. I mean, like, surely it's time to then introduce generic uniforms to try and bring down the cost. Like, Dwayne, I'm sure that's something you'd agree with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like, there's absolutely quality stay in done stores would probably be an awful lot better than what he, my son, would be wearing in September. You know, and it'll last a bit long, and there is wear and tear in it. And sure, if it does, if there, you know, if the, if there is a rip or something or a tear or something, you know, it catches and something, then at least it's not. You know, there's a big difference as Elaine talked about there in the twenty five quid, um, even versus buying tracksuits at at forty as well. Oh yeah, like his school jumper, it was forty nine euros for a school jumper. You know, 
Um, you'd probably see a similar one in Duns for about 10, 15 quid. Yeah, you know, there's know. absolutely just nothing buy, to get buy the crest. Um, Jeremy's on the line as well in Dublin. Um, well, Jeremy, what's your thoughts on this? Is it time for, you know, generic uniforms to take out the one supplier? Time for no uniforms, I would have suggested. I, I mean, we hear this, you know, this topic comes up every single year. And, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I, I went to a school with no uniforms. My children had never have uniforms. No one ever complained about it and no one ever talks about it. And the figures being, you know, that, that Dwayne and Elaine came up with 600 euro and, and Elaine mentioned 1100. This is massive money on clothes that they'll also need to buy everyday clothes for when the children aren't in school. Uh, you know, we, we in, in, a, in, a, in a previous time, I was the chair of Educate Together. We've got 100 schools, no uniforms, and the issue simply never came up. No demand from parents saying, oh, we wish we had uniform. It just doesn't happen. And yet, every year, all the uniform schools, people are saying, giving out about us, but at the same time saying, oh, but we love uniforms. And it just seems so strange to me. Like in the rest of the EU, very unusual to have uniforms and they all get on fine in 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 finland mm. for example which is the school system that people say is the you know the greatest in the world no uniforms you know that all these stories are all oh, they'll be bullied and that'll be the end of the world if we don't have uniforms or they'll get lost on school trips it, it's all just it's nonsense really because know? there's a text in here I see from Caroline in Castlenock Jeremy and she says the uniforms last the entire year the shirts and trousers can be bought very reasonably in uh, M&S or Duns it's a levelling mechanism ensures all kids are equal no designer competition or bullying and in my yeah, experience defined cheaper than having to buy multiple clothes for each day so you're going to you're going to have to buy you know they'll have other clothes the rest of the time anyway and it's interesting about the great leveller thing. It's not, though, because the kids go around and it's the great identifier as to which school you're in. You know, Dwayne, uh, or, or I think, sorry, Elaine uh, alluded to it there about the secondary school, uh, uh, um, you know, making them all wear these, these, these posh uniforms. That's about standing out. It's about saying, oh, I go to this school. It's a very good school. My parents could afford to go to this school. I've got the Blackrock College uniform, you know. Whereas if you don't have uniforms, you're just kids, you're just wearing clothes, and everyone gets their stuff in. Okay. It's just a, yeah. the, the designer thing, you know, and I'm not speaking from a, a theory here, it's from being a parent and a student. The designer thing, it just, it just doesn't happen. Okay. And if, if they're going to compete on clothes, they'll compete in the evenings, at the parties, at the social gatherings, they'll do it anyway. They'll do it anyway. Una, you're with us in Waterford, you're joining us too. Um, do you agree with Jeremy on that? Oh, I do, yeah. And I think um, you have to, the, the leveller argument has become farcical recently because what you're looking at is not just the difference between schools, but you can walk into any school and you'll see who's the wealthy kid and who isn't because of the range of um, uniforms they've brought into things now. And again, the, the, the conversation has to look dwell on what's the purpose of it. If it's for uniformity, then it should be a stable, just generic one. But is it about fairness? Is it about pre- preparation for life? Or is it about control and discipline and classism? And I think we're seeing the control and discipline and classism more and more as they broaden the range of uniforms. Because we now have a cost of living crisis. And if there was any sort of kind of sense been brought into uniforms, we would just say, like, everyone would have a navy jumper or a green jumper, and that's what it would be. But it's not about that. And 
I agree what he was saying about like it not being an issue. I worked in Newsreach where there was no uniform. People turned up in their normal clothes. Mm. It wasn't an issue. And there was none of this discipline and points and all that nonsense that goes on and takes from teaching and learning in schools. So, yeah, and I have to repeat my sister in Vancouver. She said the day they go back to school, they wear the same clothes as they were the day before. There's no school bags. There's no nothing. They're just going to school. So we've created this big problem. And it's an outlier in Europe even now at this stage. So I think, yeah, we need to look at it and bring it back and have some sense involved. But again, each school is different. Yeah. That's the well, that's There's what the no that's funny what the texters are, are saying here today as well. Uh, you know, um, I've been on a, I've been on a board member for eight years. Your caller is correct. It is possible to solve the issue, but all too often it's never given the time parents need to demand um, a much better approach. This listener says the same conversation every year about bleeding uniforms. Talk, talk, talk. You get you get your boots on and protest, suggests this listener. There's an email in here from another um, another listener. He says, my daughter started first year last year. I bought the school-specific jumper, the kilt, the polo top, the socks, the jacket, the black shoes. When she started, they were told they could wear their school tracksuit. The windows in the classrooms were all open due to COVID. She only wore the school uniform twice. Andrew is on the line in Waterford. Andrew, well, what sort of costs have you You've been forced to pay for uniforms. I tell you, Andre, I'm 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 a parent, but I'm also serve on the board of management, so I see it from both sides. Okay, and I, I've been involved in the whole process of of how a uniform comes about and the tendering process and that type of thing. In a primary school, it's it's very easy to solve. We we would have had just simply a school tie, and then the uniform in general, provided the colours were somewhat similar, effectively everything was generic. So you could buy it from the uh, from wherever you chose to, and it was very simple. The school tie, we'll be able to negotiate a price of €4. Euros. That was the cost, effectively, notwithstanding you needed a jumper of a particular colour and that, but you could buy that from the pennies of this world versus the Brown Thomas of the world, if you so wish. Uh, in secondary school, it's a very different scenario. I found that it tends to be something that's kind of uh, given out to tender. Uh, a lot of the parents are very influential in deciding that they want the touch and feel and everything to be a particular way. It is a leveler for children in that respect, but when you hand it over to a tendering situation, it just becomes a situation where the price is the price and you're either prepared to pay for it or not. So this is something, and, and your last caller, one of the last callers there was talking about the director from the Department of Education. Yes. There is. It was it was decided that schools have a, an obligation to make the school uniform as affordable as possible. And like all things from the department, it's a little bit kind of um, wishy-washy in the sense that what's affordable and what's not. There's the haves and have-nots, and, and you've heard other commentators there suggesting that in certain areas it might be something to do with status or otherwise. But uh, as I understand this, and, and, and my experience on the board, is that parents get involved in the tendering process just as much as the school and they get caught up in the whole idea of trying to get the best possible value, but it still comes in quite expensive because you're handing it over to an outside body in order to stock it, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas if schools, if parents did decide that they wanted generic uniforms, there's nothing to stop that from happening. And it would solve an awful lot of yeah. the cost issues that are Well, there. that's funny. A lot of the texts coming in today are all talking about the fact that, yes, most parents, this listener says, I work in or I'm on a board of management. Yes, the parents and the parents association, absolutely, they want to keep costs down. But whenever the discussion comes up to keep the crested blazer, everybody's in favour of it, says this listener. Elaine, just to go back to you and your point, um, do you think we should still keep uniforms, though? Or should they be reconsidered in the context of this conversation? <laughs> My argument, um, the whole thing started, my son's year head gave out to him for wearing black Tino-style trousers because they're the only ones that would fit him. 
um, but he's wearing black trousers. And she pulled him up on it. And instead of saying, sorry, you're in school. That's great to see you. She said, you're wearing the wrong clothes. My argument, um, I said it to Ross, um, the chap's out of, I, I think this story is true. If someone may, may correct me. The chap who plays piano in the Boontown Rats arrived in school one day in his pyjamas and he was told to go home and change. And he came back in another pair of pyjamas. And that's why he wears pyjamas all the time on stage. Doesn't matter what you wear. If you're in school, you're in school. And that's my view. Okay. If you're and tidy and you're in school, you're in school. And they shouldn't be pulled up on not having a crest or not having the right material or, not, or having white soles on their black shoes. They're in school. It's hard enough with everything that's gone on in the last few years to get them out the door. The kids, especially my lad has gone into fifth year, has, like, they suffered such a loss with COVID and their, 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 you know, their makeup and their, their pals and their, yeah. all those things that should happen. Okay, then, so the least of the worries then is the, is the, the white sole and, and the bottom of the black shoe. Yeah, no, look, it's a, it's a fair point, absolutely. Laura's text in and says, uniforms are really important for kids and teenagers. The non-uniforms cause shame for children and teenagers who can't afford the designer clothes and shoes. The parents also buy iPhones for their kids. Girls compete in clothes. The man is wrong, according to Laura. Um, yeah, that was interesting, actually, because Jeremy made the point, he felt that, that it's not the case, that they're, you know the, the leveller argument is always used and doesn't necessarily uh, feel that is accurate. Look, keep the text coming into us. Um, well, how much have you paid so far for the school uniform? Going back now in September. 53106 is the number and is it time for just generic uniforms? Buy the crest in the local shop, stitch it on yourself or get it done on the alterations and uh, just leave it at that. No big fancy blazers and uniforms anymore. We might come back to this a little bit later uh, in the programme. Still to come though, we are going to be talking about the best and worst wedding favours you've ever received. Up next here at Lunchtime Live, how do we encourage more men into caring roles? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.